0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Not So Service Level podcast. In today's episode, I have my very good friend on Sid Teferi. Sid is a licensed therapist and intuitive coach. Now, we actually recorded this podcast episode a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks prior to this being released. And I trusted my intuition and I waited to release this. And now I'm really seeing why I was feeling called to wait. And after Thanksgiving, well, actually during the week of Thanksgiving, I started receiving a lot of lessons about it being a very powerful time right now for people to learn lessons from life, to really get the medicine from whatever's going on in their life. And it's really the hard times that happen. And of course, I waited because that's what this episode is about. Sid and I had a very open, honest, and vulnerable chat about learning the spiritual lessons from going through hard times. We talk a lot about rock bottoms and just receiving lessons that help us grow and expand from these really hard times, I think Sid and I coming together and recording this is really unique because we have these two different perspectives where we're both intuitives, which is beautiful because every time we get together it's very it's a very activating conversation, but I really come from the energetic perspective, and Sid is able to bring in this background as a licensed therapist, and I just think it's a really beautiful marriage of these two perspectives in one podcast episode. Now I want to give a couple of trigger warnings before we get started with the episode. Sid includes this warning at some point during the episode, but I felt it was also important to include in the beginning and I want to just stamp a trigger warning for suicidal ideation ahead of getting into the episode. And then second, I want to just share my perspective and a little bit of a trigger warning here If you are currently going through a hard time, this episode might be triggering for you. It might be triggering for your ego because I know this better than anyone, I think. When we're going through hard times, that pain, the emotions, those are really filtering how we're seeing or receiving things, how we're seeing and receiving life. And so if you're currently like in the muck, you're just going through it, this episode may be triggering for you. So with those trigger warnings, please just use your discernment, tune in and see if it's right for you to listen to this episode, or maybe you can come back later. And with that, I want to get straight into the episode because this is a good one. Enjoy. What I would love to dig into with you is about lessons and triggers and I think just your experience with them your understanding with them because I've been thinking about in my own life a lot how I've hit this place I'll say spiritually which makes it sound very linear but I've hit this place in my journey where how I see life and my perspective on life and how I experience life I think is so different than other people in my life and even when I go to talk about, oh yeah, I experienced this trigger and I learned from it and this beautiful thing happened. Sometimes I feel like they're probably like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, you know, like they just don't live that way. And it was interesting because I had an appointment with my Tibetan medicine doctor and how, how he does medicine is so holistic, like a new to total new levels. And I've experienced in the past with integrative doctors. And every time I see him, he asks me, I forget how he words it, but something, to the effect of what's your outlook on life. Like, how are you feeling emotionally? How are you feeling about being able to handle situations? And he asked me all of this. And, um, I was telling him, I feel like I'm in a really, really good place. And he was talking about the term enlightenment and, he was saying that one becomes enlightened like in his culture by finding the light in dark experiences. And I was like, that's it. Like that is it. That is what has transformed me. That is what's transformed every aspect of my being, how I am in the world, my business, how I work with clients, like all of it. So That's kind of what I wanted to riff on with you today.
1: Yeah, I love it. I feel like there's so much to say. Um, I mean, I'll just start with what's coming. Of course, it's all intuitive. Is thinking about like my own dark night of the soul and literally the point in my life where I was at the very bottom, like, I didn't know what rock bottom meant until I started experiencing my dark night of the soul. And it wasn't rock bottom the way that people think of it with, you know, alcoholism or anything like that, but truly being in the abyss of not knowing my purpose and feeling a very deep, deep depression that I had never felt in my life um, that makes me emotional to think about that version of me and sending so much love to that version of me. And how even when I was at my absolute darkest and just didn't want to continue on, frankly, the glimmers of light that I would get from now knowing were my guides the signs, the people that came into my life at exactly the right moments and how those were the lights guiding me through that really dark period of time that I did not think I would frankly survive through. That's just where this took me, I guess. Yeah.
0: No, I I love that. Thank you for sharing that so openly. I think it's always interesting because when I hear like the words, dark night of the soul, it just doesn't, it doesn't capture like the actual feelings of a dark night of the soul. And I feel like I have them all the time. I feel like I have ego deaths literally all the time where it feels like, feels like I'm dying. It feels like I'm not going to make it through this. Yeah, I'm just not like, I'm laughing now because I'm out of the pain but like when you're in the pain and when you're in that intense suffering feeling without purpose feeling so confused feeling like you're you've lost touch with like why you're here um that is so painful and i actually i think I, i've been in I, i'm out of it now i i think but i think i was in one for quite a while and it was just this slow steady ego death and I mean, really, it. I feel like it kind of ended with the eclipse before the eleven eleven portal, where it all of a sudden just. I, I I broke out of it like it. I had learned so many lessons, and I had gone to the depths. And just a few weeks ago, I. I don't open up to many people to this extent, but it's been really healing for me in my own. Relationship with my partner Tyler. It's been really healing and a lot of karmic healing, a lot of karmic cycles healed in this, in our relationship in this lifetime. Me like really looking to him and needing him for support during this time. So he's really one of the only people that I've opened up to in, in an extent where I'm just like letting it all out. But just the other week, I mean, I, I think it, I want to say it was the week before the 1111 portal. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am so miserable. And I'm just so like, I cannot do this anymore. And he was like, okay, then what's your plan? And everything I was thinking of, it was just like, nothing was making me feel any better. I was just feeling so stuck in it. And then it was probably a week later that the eclipse happened all of that was just like released and i felt like oh my gosh i've i've risen out of the ashes but ego deaths are so fucking intense it's insane
1: truly and what you said it's like there's nothing that really captures exactly what it feels like unless you've experienced your own version of it because it is so different person to person but as you were talking like a couple things came up for me which is like the visual that my guides just gave me was dark night of the soul slash ego death, whatever you want to call it, what resonates is like they were showing me a vacuum and like how the vacuum just gets filled with all the, you know, fur and the whatever dirt. And it's like, it gets so backed up and like a dark night is, is like literally emptying the vacuum of like everything from your life previously that you never emptied out. And it's dark a lot of times because it's like everything in your life up to this point that's being cleared. And so it feels, it does feel like you're, you're, you're gonna die. Well, I don't want to scare people, it's like not for everyone, but for me, and I'll say trigger warning here for SI suicidal ideation, like I got to a point where I didn't want to live anymore because it was too painful to be in that place. But even in that spot, I was still guided by those, like you always say, kind of following the pings. It was like the pings of light that my guides kept giving me even in that state. And another thing I resonated with, with what you just said was like, you kind of just don't know how you got through it. But one day you're like, uh, I guess I'm through it. And then if people ask you, you're like, I have literally no idea how. Yeah,
0: totally. I, no, it's like it, I feel like they always come on so quickly. And then like that, they're just gone and you're out of it. And you're like, whoa, that was crazy. Um, and I loved, I loved what you said. Cause I, I brought this through for, I think one of my clients recently, I can't remember, but like, I always think of it like this light at the end of the tunnel. And the more pain you're in, the more it feels like you're enclosed by darkness. And sometimes, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel, you you might barely be able to see it. But trust that it's there, like trust that it is there. And some days you're going to be able to see a little bit more of it. It's going to be ever so slightly bigger, the light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like that just allows you to be open to it shifting, to be open to things changing, especially that rapidly, where it's like, okay, I'm I'm good now. And I think like the the biggest thing I've learned more recently, you know, it's really only been the last couple of weeks, is being open to the lessons of the situation. So I think sometimes there's this level of almost this feeling like we're doing something wrong that we are experiencing this because we're doing something wrong. I think especially it makes me really sad that in the manifestation space, there's still this level of understanding where if you don't have what you want, then you're doing something wrong. And there's so many layers, so many dimensions to that, where it's like your most aligned place right now could be that you don't have the thing because what you're learning is preparing you for the thing. And so there's this level of surrender that has to happen. But if we can be open to receiving the lessons of the now, I think that's ultimately what allows us to receive the lessons quicker, heal from it quicker, and get out of the darkness quicker.
1: Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's really hard when you're in it, if you've never experienced any kind of an ego death before. I think the first one because there can be many if you've never experienced that before you it's really hard to shift into that perspective but once you've had kind of the first one you're like all right well I can really handle anything so I'm prepared for when another one comes up I'll I have more tools and can remember to to see that light at the end of the tunnel But when you're really in it for the first time, there was no way just thinking of my previous version of myself in that dark night, there was not really any getting me out of it when I was in it because I wasn't yet awakened to more. That was the initiation. And now if I were to have another one, which I don't necessarily want but I do if it's in my highest and best I know that I have the tools to to look at it differently so yeah and I think you're
0: ultimately going to you're going to experience the knowing that there is a lesson in it at the moment that you're meant to you know like I think even coming from the energy of like I have to force myself to see the situation it's not powerful either. Like you're only open when you're open, type of thing. But I think just knowing that there are lessons in ego deaths can be so powerful for people. You know, I always think like, you know, when you're in a bad mood and let's say something something bad happens to you, you get a flat tire. In that moment, you're like so upset. And one of your friends, you told one of your friends, and they're like, well at least you didn't get in an accident or maybe that saved you from getting in an accident. And you're like, I literally don't want to hear it. Like I want to be negative right now. And then you allow yourself to feel all the feelings. And then in doing that, you naturally kind of realize the higher perspective or you kind of see like, okay, I was making this so awful. I was making this be the worst thing in the world, but it is what it is. Like it's, it's okay. Like I, I survived, but you, you're able to get whatever you needed from it. And I think that is like what heals us. But I think what happens, I know I experienced this big time was I always felt like, you know, I, I didn't grow up religious, but I always felt like I needed to like repent my sins that like karma was going to bite me in the ass for mistakes, regrets i had had from my past. And that when I was feeling like that, it was like this really quiet voice within me that was like, well, maybe we deserve this. Maybe this is kind of like payback. Maybe this is the karma. And maybe, you know, after doing something crappy to my ex-boyfriend, maybe like that accumulated with something else, which accumulated something else. And now I'm like paying the price for all of it. And I think what I really learned is, it's not meant to be punishment. Like it really, it's happening for you. Ego deaths are happening for you. And of course, like when you're in the pain, all you can see, all you can feel is the pain. But again, like it's that little light at the end of the tunnel, which I think can even just hearing like whether you're in one now, you've been in one happens in the future. It's not like it's happening because you deserve to be in pain or you're doing something wrong. Um, or even that it's meant to be something bad that's happening to you. like It really is something that's happening for your highest and best. It just feels in the moment like it's not. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Okay, my love, quick break in the episode because I want to give you all the details about how you can work with me. If that's something you're interested in now or in the future, I get this question a lot after I post new episodes. And so I wanted to talk more about how I'm working with clients one-on-one. Right now, I have two ways that you can work with me, one-on-one sessions, or if you're desiring a deeper commitment, more access to me, all of the things. I also have a one-on-one container, which has flexible duration, one month, three month, or six months. If you are interested in Knowing more details, I've included everything down in the description below. And if you have any questions, of course, please DM me on Instagram. My handle's also below.
1: And with that, we'll get back into the episode. And what this made me think of is like what you always tell me and talk about of like things come up to increase your capacity to hold more and like ego deaths, being a huge part of you getting to the next level to be able to hold more. Because if you can hold yourself and your emotions and other things during what is a lot of times the darkest period or periods, depending on how many you have, then you can truly hold anything and that's how I feel having gone to the very depths of darkness is I truly feel like well been through that and that so I have the confidence to hold just about anything at this point yeah it, I
0: always say it like manifestation I think more than anything is building the trust within yourself to be able to hold whatever is thrown at you. Because when you no longer fear the what if, because you've been through it all and you've experienced it, it's one thing, you know, I think for a lot of people who are attracted into my space, I feel like they've had similar experiences to me where at least a portion of their life, they were numb. They didn't really fully feel. And so I think there's this thing that happens where it's like, when you start doing this work of feeling and actually feeling that you build this self-confidence, you build this trust within yourself, I can hold anything. And when that happens, you reduce, you dissolve the energetic charge of that. What if of that? I don't want that to happen because you know, whatever fucking happens, I can handle it. I'm good. And so naturally you're from this more detached, surrendered energy and the universe might give you some more lessons, but when you hold yourself through it, you continue to build that confidence. Naturally, the universe is like guiding you more and more on path and like quicker and quicker.
1: Yeah. That's one of the biggest things I feel like I've learned from like working with you is, is that building that muscle of holding more and, like you've really taught me to hold myself and it's been really beautiful because I'm able to pass that on to others, you know, and teach them how to do that as well. And just kind of shifting a little bit because we're talking about kind of the dark night, ego deaths, triggers, genre. For anyone who doesn't know yet, um, I'm a licensed therapist, so I very much marry, like, the spiritual and the mental health. And, like, what's coming up here is how easily I feel like someone's ego death or dark night could be mistaken for, like, a clinical issue. And that's something that I personally, like, experienced with my own dark night of, like, other people making it, like, this clinical diagnosable thing And so I'm really passionate about what I do in marrying the spiritual and mental health worlds, because obviously like if someone is having a problem and needs help, like please get that help. And also considering the spiritual kind of existential side of things of like, there's not always a diagnosable in the clinical sense, root cause to something like I personally believe there's an energetic route to everything. And I guess I just felt called to bring that up because from personal experience, you know, I had medicine shoved in my face and um, intuitively knew that wasn't for me. And again, not saying don't take your medicine, not saying any of that. And if you need it, there's no shame in that. But also kind of just looking at all angles of the thing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. No, thank you so much. I think that's, it's a beautiful marriage of our gifts, because I'm always going to come at it from the energetic spiritual perspective, and you are able to come at it from this other lens. So I totally appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I think, I think kind of, it's interesting, because even how I see things energetically and spiritually, like at a certain point, I think I had to stop looking for reasons or diagnoses as to what was happening with me. Because I just intuitively knew like, something's just off energetically, like I'm I'm going through something. And sure, on the physical level, there's probably a medical diagnosis for this. But I don't think that medication is going to help me. And it's actually interesting because, you know, I think we started this episode with my appointment with my Tibetan medicine doctor and working with him has been such a blessing. And it's really been this full circle moment of my path with physical health and mental health and emotional health and spiritual health and coming back around to physical health in this very holistic sense where he does ask me spiritual questions like, I remember when I was in Sedona and we did a tour of this, one of the vortexes, and I remember our guide was showing us the medicine wheel and I can't remember what it is exactly. So I don't want to reiterate it because I'm going to mess it up, but the basis of it basically was that your physical health, like what you were experiencing was not just based on your physical symptoms. You're meant to go around in each area of your life and ask, you know, reflect on the different areas of your life and really let your intuition guide you like what does your inner knowing say? Like you know what's going on. Um so it's been really powerful to work with this sweat medicine doctor where he is a doctor. He has all of the science, all the medical background, but it's totally this marriage of seeing it from a more holistic sense knowing that, I mean, right now he thinks the big thing for me is I can't unplug from my business. That's causing me to not be able to sleep, which is causing this, which is causing that. And it's like, that is the root cause something that's not medical at
1: all. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I like to look at things too, is like the whole person, right. Holistic, like all everything. And it, I, I get so fired up and lit up. um, I should say lit up, not fired up because lit up about helping my clients because I'm seeing it from those all those angles. And there's so much magic in that because it could be something you didn't even think of that's affecting your physical health, your mental health. And having that puzzle piece like put together is just like the coolest light bulb moment so, I think that's amazing that he works that way,
0: yeah. it's it's been amazing. I think it's just this other activator almost for me and my own intuition, like being in in my appointment with him and just I don't know. it's just interesting, even like what he was saying about enlightenment is, of course, that was so aligned with my own messages that I was already getting. This week, completely separate from my health, but just like more about what creates darkness in the world. And it's very much everything we've been talking about that if we get stuck in the pain and the bitterness of this happened to me, like, why did this happen to me? And from that, like, bitter place, that's what creates suffering. That this is like what contributes to the darkness in our world. And I'm channeling about that. And then I have a session with him, and he's talking to me about enlightenment being finding the light in a dark experience and how healing that is for us that we don't want to get stuck in our traumas we have to be willing to see the lightness in a dark experience which takes time like we will be guided it's not it's not a matter of like forcing it to happen the life will show you the light and you just have to be open to seeing that light at the end of the tunnel but oh my gosh I love this so much do we have anything else we want to add before
1: we close out I think just piggybacking off of that. Quickly, because we started off with kind of triggers and how we kind of see them in our lives. Um, I always try to see triggers from, we already kind of touched on this, but like, what can I learn from this? Like, yeah, in the moment, like, I might get worked up and my ego might have a lot of things to say. And sometimes those things aren't very nice. But then when I really like you, you taught me like clean and clear energy. You can really see, like you said, the lesson in it, and it's very cool, actually. Like, I think I talked about this in on my Instagram, but like, when a trigger comes up, like, can you thank it? Like, oh, cool, thanks for showing up. Like, what do you have to teach me today? And I think that's kind of where I'll leave that. Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you so much for like bringing that kind of into a full circle.
0: I think you're totally right. Like. I always see triggers. There's a lesson in there. There's a higher perspective. And it's like unlocking this little bubble of truth within you. And you know, it's from your soul when it's based in love. Like, you know, that it's truly a higher perspective when it's based in love, when it's based in one ego is very much like the degree of separation. And so when you're able to see and when something happens to you, when, when, some, you experience something and your ego comes up and it's like, why did this happen to us? Like why, you know, it's this place of, of it happened to me and I, I can't handle this. I don't, I didn't want this to happen. Why did this happen? It's, it can be challenging in that moment to see the higher perspective, but when you allow yourself to feel the human experience, that's where spiritual bypass comes in. Like when people say spiritual bypass, it's because you're not allowing yourself to feel the emotions of the human experience, whatever you're experiencing. And it's in that, like our emotions are such a portal into these powerful life lessons that are the complete blueprint to living our life and getting everything that we want, everything that we desire. But when we're not willing to receive the lessons and when we get stuck there, that's when we're, we're kind of like slowing down our own rate of
1: that. Yeah, totally like mario kart came in of just like triggers being those um obstacles that you encounter but then when you when you kind of move through them then you are able to move forward in the game and like yeah jump to the next level totally um and like how do you face those Mm -hmm. like you it i'm almost like getting like there's like strategy almost like how does my soul want to navigate this right now yeah letting soul lead baby Okay, my love, that is
0: it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. You found it helpful, resonated maybe with what Sid and I were saying, some of our conversation. Sid is such a powerful practitioner. If you're not already following them on Instagram, I will include Sid's Instagram info below, and I will also link their podcast so that you can go listen, follow, interact, connect, all of the things. If today's episode resonated with you, I would love to know on Instagram. I love connecting with you guys and it makes my day when you let me know how the podcast episode resonated with you. I've also included my Instagram down below. It's Jess underscore Stancil as always. And if you feel called, I invite you to rate and review the podcast. It really helps me get the episodes to more people like you who maybe need to hear them. And with that, I'm going to love you and leave you there. I will be back with a new episode soon.